Hi, it's Rabbi Jim Egolf. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, it was Rosh Hashanah, and I want to share with you the two sermons that I delivered during Rosh Hashanah. One is going to talk a little bit about what does it mean to uh, say the phrase Va'anitafilati, which can be translated in different ways. And we're going to take an exploration of that, talk about what it means not only in terms of the Bible or the Hebrew, but more importantly, what it means in our lives. You can always email me at ravjim at aol.com or you can always call me at 610-624-3441. I'd love to hear what you think. Shalom. Like frozen sand ice pellets, these these drops fell in 2007 until they were almost a foot deep. We did services very early at Beth David that evening, and I drove home wondering if the bat mitzvah really would happen the next day, given the weather. I settled into dinner with my family when there was a knock at the door. I wondered, you know, who was knocking at my door at 7.22 on a Friday evening? I arrived at the door to find an Orthodox neighbor. A friend of his had blown out his knee, and they needed a tenth to make a minion for Kaddish. And with the weather, it was too hazardous to walk to the nearest Orthodox shul. Would I join them? Of course I did. Remember, it's a mitzvah to visit the sick. And the fact that they came to the house of a Reformed rabbi was perhaps that little wink from God as if to say, yeah, I know they would never come to your synagogue to pray, but you know better. It's time to go. Since that episode, I've thought about that night praying in a passage we read every morning, Va'anitafilati. Different Bibles don't agree on how to translate these two words. It's been translated, but for me, I pray to you. Or, and I have prayed before you. Studying, I found a possible interpretation of this phrase. And I, I am my tefillah. I want to word, hold that word tefillah untranslated because it can mean different things, all of which have something to do with our worship here at this sacred time in our year. The first and most obvious translation of this is, and I am my prayer. I, my life, my actions, you, your life, your actions are your prayer. Or are they? Rabbi Sam Markowitz of Blessed Memory, Rabbi Cohen's predecessor, once told the following story. Religious observance and daily behavior had not the slightest relationship to each other. One must and one must not were not limited exclusively to ritual and ceremonial. Even in the synagogue, the men would on rare occasions engage in a verbal battle over what prayer to recite and when and how. But in connection with outsiders, there were no restrictions 
against dishonesty or even theft. One occasion is indelibly implanted in my memory. Three of us were on the wagon with my father when he stopped at a very attractive-looking cornfield. He stationed two of us to watch for the possible appearance of anyone from either direction, and the third went over the fence and handed out to him choice long-sized ears of corn, which he hid under the seat of the wagon. Thirty-five or more years later, when the two of us took him to task for teaching his children how to steal and for exposing himself to a heavy fine and possible imprisonment, he had only a rather lame excuse. Autobiography, Markowitz, 1972. I think all of us know someone like Adolf Markowitz, Rabbi Markowitz's father, who believes that their prayers are independent of their actions. Yet this passage, V'ani Tefilati, reminds us that we are our prayers. Or perhaps one of the reasons we struggle with prayer is that if we were to pray what we are, we're not quite sure what the passage would look like. It can be easier not to pray than to struggle with the prayers we are or that we might feel compelled to utter. So one of the questions I want you to face on this day is, are you your prayer? And more importantly, can you commit to strive to be that prayer, that highest reflection of yourself tomorrow and the next day and the next day? Here is where it's difficult. I can't answer this question. Only you can. Only you can say, and know that your prayers and how you act agree with each other. There's another way to read I am my judgment. I find it increasingly ironic in our society that public prayer seems to be not so socially acceptable Yet public judgment, totally acceptable, if not encouraged. How many of you buy something on a website and say, give us your feedback? Now a little Hebrew. You see, in Hebrew, there are reflexive verbs. In lehit palel, the verb to pray, is one of these reflexive verbs. So when we offer a prayer, we think it's about the outside world. But in reality, we are creating a spiritual reflection. Our prayers are a mirror to the health of our souls. So in saying that I we are also saying I am my judgment and that too is a mirror. We think about our judgments and opinions that they're about the objects or the people we judge but rather they're much more about us. We say to ourselves my judgment is of this is based upon sound logic and reason. Or, there can be no verdict on this situation other than the one I hold or put forth in the divine scheme. This is not the case. Let's take a step back. These days, the days of awe, if they teach us nothing else, are about our brokenness. These days are an admission that we are not perfect. The main difference on these days is those who can admit 
that they have broken pieces in their lives and those who can't. So by extension, even our judgments are from our brokenness. They carry part of us. And at times, they may reveal more than we want them to. You know, standing up on a bima, I have a great view of the room. And once I had a congregant who purposely wore a huge watch on the high holidays. Herb must have searched high and low to find this timepiece because it was one size short of belonging in a bling accessory drawer of a wrapper. Anyway, about three quarters of the way through the service, he began to stretch in the back row and kind of overtly just kind of, you know, look over at the watch at a distance so that I would see him. At the end of the services, Herb came up to me with a very impish smile and said, Rabbi, I was keeping track of you today. I responded, Herb, that's nice, but your job today is to repent and put the broken pieces of your life back together. I have my own watch. You know, Herb never wore that watch again. But it is so much easier to focus on some judgment that we have of others rather than hold up that mirror to our souls and search for a way to our tikkun, our repair at this time. Whether it is the rendition of Ein Kelohenu we don't know or like, the length of the sermon, or the fact that we have to sit in the front row because we couldn't get out the door on time, today... All of that is besides the point. Today is about healing ourselves, one transgression at a time, healing our relationships with other people, one person at a time. So when we say, tefilati, I am my judgment, remember, mostly our judgments are about ourselves rather than the objects of our verdicts. There is a third possibility for this phrase, though it'll take a little bit of midrashic gymnastics to make it work against the reality of the grammar. The last possibility is, I am my action, or I am my miraculous deed. Praying and judging can be easy, especially when we disassociate ourselves from being connected to them but our actions are much different. How we act in the world is usually very clear-cut. Either we do or we don't. Pretty simple. On this day, we remember that recently a faith community in North America experienced a tragedy. We bore witness to this horror when a gunman opened fire on August 5th at a Sikh temple in Wisconsin. On this day, when we are supposed to find our way back to God through Teshuva, Tefillah, and Tzedakah, I would ask that you join me and make a donation to this congregation, or at least write a letter saying how you feel and express your sympathies to them. Now, I got to tell you, I don't know a single person in this congregation. To my knowledge, 
I have never had a conversation with a Sikh ever. Though as I drive around, I see this very glib bumper sticker that says, practice random acts of kindness. In our broken world, we too can add to its repair. On Rosh Hashanah, we try to mend our lives at this time of the year. We have the opportunity to make a moment of fella, of miracle happen by showing kindness, decency, and generosity to our fellow Americans. This community suffered because of their religious difference. We live in a country that extends religious freedom to all of its citizens. To ensure this is to be American. Today, I would ask you to stand up and join me by doing the Jewish thing and giving to someone an act of chesed or tzedakah, of mercy or giving the justice or the just response that we can in light of what has happened. In doing this, you will have a glimpse into va'anita filati. You can make a small miracle of kindness and compassion in the world. Va'anita filati. Be your prayer in this world. We all know people who pray one thing and do another. Don't be counted among them. Va'anita filati. Beware your judgments in this world. You know, we think our opinions are really what matters, and they do to some extent, but not necessarily in the way that we might want them to. Lahit palel, to pray or to judge, is really reflexive. And keep in mind, your judgments are a reflection of you. Finally, we don't have to split the Red Sea or create peace between Israel and all of her neighbors, though that would be nice, to act in a way that inspires ourselves and others. Small miracles, those are the ones that bring a tear to our eye. They, they, they cause us to have a choked moment in our throats. Or to have that sense that we know that we have brought healing to our world. So in this year, be able to say, Va'anita filati. Be your prayers. Beware of your judgments. And look to make the miracles happen, no matter how large or how small. In doing all of these, we better embrace and understand the tefillah we are to ourselves, to each other, and ultimately to God. Shana Tova Umetuka. May you have a sweet, healthy, and happy New Year.